From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, damn it, Maury tried like hell to get a hold of Roberto, the foot rubber. <laughs> so in Toronto, there's been like handmade signs that have been plastered everywhere. Like to like Ed Gong levels everywhere. And it's a guy named Roberto. And he's offering relaxing and pampering on the spot treatment, manicure, pedicure, neck rubs, shoulder rubs, foot rubs. He goes, I am, a, I am accepting clients 50 plus, non-smokers only. Oh. I have no studio. I am respectful man in 50s. If you are not comfortable, do not reply. Simple, no games. So he just wants to rub women's feet, right? And but you got to be uh, over 50. And originally, his prices were for a manicure pedicure, $35 each. Oh. And then at some point, Good deal. he raised his prices to $75 oh, each for a manicure pedicure. And then he also added, no men, please. Do you think that's because more he was getting a lot of male? I think he was getting a lot of men. You think so, huh? Yeah. But he raised on prices. That means business is good. Or it's, That's expensive. That's expensive. Or his business is not good. And he doesn't have a place that he, like, he'll show, like, you you can just meet him in the Walmart parking lot. Wait a minute. How much was it again? $75 for a manicure, $75 for a pedicure. Yo, that's a deal. That's no, a not. deal? That's a straight up, you know what manicures and pedicures cost? Yeah, under that. What? Yes. But you, not good ones. But, but you really get a sense of what he's really looking for because the foot massage treatment massage? Is, is only $50 for 30 minutes. Yeah, if you go to an actual spa, you get a free tea. Right. That's so he's he, we couldn't get him on the phone to do an interview, but do you want to hear his voicemail? Please. Okay, so here it is. Hi, this is um, Roberto Buccino. You got me on my cell phone. If this is uh, regarding my ad, I'm totally mobile. I do not have a studio. And also, if you smoke and you're filthy, uh, please move on. I do not associate with filthy smokers. Ciao. Damn! No filthy smokers. Damn, Roberto. Well, judgmental, but I need to know for them prices. I need to know if he's had any client. I need I need to find somebody who can call and go and book with Roberto and just like record the whole thing because I need to know if this is legit or not. Can I read like you I, one more text that he sent me? Oh yes. He said, "I showed my ad to the police. They say it's okay, pal. So move on." Oh, but what did you say before that? No, I was just writing, going, "I, I have some questions. I'd love to ask you." And he was telling me that he, that he thought I was questioning his ad, like whether it's legal or not. Yeah, which I never was. But he said that he showed it to the police. I mean, I'd like to see his business license. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's right? Totally mobile. Hi, this is um, Roberto Buccino. You got me on my cell phone. Last name. This is uh, regarding my ad. I'm totally mobile. I do not have a studio. And also, if you smoke and you're filthy, uh, please move on. I do not associate with filthy, filthy smokers. Damn. Ciao. 
Well, judgmental, though, no? Yeah, I know. He couldn't have just said if you're a smoker, right? Uh-huh. If you're a smoker. And filthy. <laughs> if you're a smoker and you're filthy, I don't associate with you. And also, if you smoke and you're filthy, uh, please move on. I do not associate with filthy, filthy smokers. Associate. Ciao. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, LeBron ain't going nowhere. Uh, last night on stage at the uh, 2023 ESPY Awards, LeBron let it be known. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. I feel like Braun is just chasing one more ring. Mm-hmm. And at that point, after one more championship, he'll call it quits. He's got to go to a different team, though, first, doesn't he? No, Lakers did pretty well this offseason. He's going to play with the Sun. He's going to play a game with, he's going to play a year with the Sun. I at agree the very with least. you. Yeah. Before uh, he retires. I agree. I Once agree. he does that, then he'll call it quits. That's pretty historic. That's, right? Yeah, that's I almost unheard of. That makes so much pretty sense. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I want him to do that. Like just as like a dad, <laughs> totally. Like cool. like getting the opportunity to do. God, so great. The, like they'll make it happen, right? Like what are the chances? It's going that to happen. <laughs> Bronny, LeBron's yeah. son, yeah, will go to the Lakers. I actually don't think it'll be the Lakers. It whatever. No, I think whatever be, team I think, he drafts, exactly. Yeah, and then LeBron goes to that exactly. team. Yep. Yep, I fully, fully agree. Crazy. Yeah, or what if his kid doesn't want him to, and his kid like this whole <laughs> yeah. time is the his kid's dream is to crush his dad, go at him, yeah, on to, the court? To, yes, to just crush him, oh, just like no. Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Right? In WWE. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but yes, <laughs> yes. So father son duo, gotcha. Right, yes. came in supporting each other, tag team, right. And then Dominic turned on his father. No, he did not. Oh, man. man. It was so bad. Come on See? Already. This is exactly like that. Uh, Billy. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I got no problem with that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. If you see cat pervert um, trending this morning. What? It's because of a video. And this video is two neighbors fighting. Okay. Uh-huh. The loud neighbor is pissed at his next door neighbor because the loud neighbor's cat keeps going in his neighbor's yard. Okay. Okay. So he's not mad because the neighbor's cat is coming into his yard. The neighbor is mad because his own cat keeps leaving and going to the neighbor's house. No, I'm not. I'm our cat. You understand? Our cat. I'm not even in my yard right now. How? What am I doing? The, 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 the gate's open. You're unreasonable people. You're holding our cat. How? I'm not even in there. I want you to explain how. If you would go in your yard and say, Mercury, Go home. Don't come in our yard anymore. She they will not listen. She's a cat. She doesn't speak English. Yeah. Oh, really? You, Obviously, this, you don't know Mercury. Go home? No. Huh? Hand huh? signals don't mean anything. It's a cat, dude. Really? Okay. All right. Well, we'll have the police department figure it out. Absolutely. Police. Great idea. Right. Oh, no. So the cat doesn't eat and drink anything over there, right? No. no. Oh, no. Never. Right? Oh, never. No. No, never. Never. Yeah, yeah. never. Yeah, I have done. I've done nothing to bring the cat. I've done nothing to bring the. 
This dude's lost Herbert. This dude, he's lost it. He's lost it. Cat pervert. He's lost it. He's lost it. He's lost it. Oh no. Cat pervert. Cat pervert. Obviously, that cat don't want to be anywhere near you. No. Mercury, go home. Yeah, Mercury would rather be with a side piece next door. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. NBA draft last night. Oh, yeah. The Raptors had the 13th overall pick, selecting. With the 13th pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Toronto Raptors select Grady Dick from the University of Kansas. Oh, Grady Dick. There was a lot of dick jokes happening on Twitter last night. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. It was quite like... Welcome to the six, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the first broadcaster to begin their show with, quote, Raptors with a dick pick at last night's <laughs> NBA draft. <laughs> I'm sure he's used to it. Uh, he was also trending because of the outfit he wore. He had this like sparkly red jacket. Uh, he said he wore it because of the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy because it looked like her ruby slippers because mm-hmm. um, Kansas. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but here is Grady Dick. Raptor Nation, what's going on? It's Grady here out in New York City. Um, just got drafted to our beautiful city. Um, I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Drizzy, I'll see you soon, boy. Oh, he really, really wants to meet Drake so bad. No, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Got to get out there, see Drake. I've been saying it a bunch, but I'm looking forward to that. You hyped to become boys with Drake overnight? It's going to happen. Of course. That's the goal. I need him to wear my jersey. That's how I know. That's my priority. <laughs> Crazy, huh? I need to get that guy's jersey. <laughs> Is he a good ball player? He's fantastic. He's, he? a, he's probably the best shooter in the draft. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I like that. He's got a lot of personality. I like that a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, this is maybe the most Wimbledon clip of all Wimbledon clips. Very, you know, Wimbledon, right? Like, yes. very fancy. Yeah. Very fancy. A lot up. of rules, like a lot of, lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so it, normally when there is a sporting event and there's a fan disruption where they have to be chastised for it, mm. Uh, it's, you know, you can understand fans get like overzealous and, you know, they're all caught up in the drama of the event, but listen to the scolding the Wimbledon empire had to give to these fans. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you are opening a bottle of champagne, don't do it as a player. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, don't you love that? That's from an Australian umpire. John Blom is uh, looking after this match. It's the most Wimbledon warning I've ever heard. So hold on. So I'm at Wimbledon. Yes. Dressed fancy. Yes. Right? Polo tucked into my khakis. Mm-hmm. And I'm not allowed to pop bottles? No, not, not during a crucial moment. You're allowed to pop your bottle. Because I imagine they all have individual little self-serving uh, or single-serving yes. bottles of champagne. Uh-huh. They just don't want you know during somebody's service why right? because it sounds i guess like a ball it's or is it it's so quiet yeah. there yes yes it'll disrupt the the player's train of thought i guess yes which is ridiculous golfers and tennis players this is why I'm, i could never be a huge golf fan or tennis fan you're telling me that vladdy can stand on a pl- like 
like in front of 40,000 people and he can hit something that's three inches with something that's three inches coming at him a hundred miles an hour with people screaming Mm -hmm. and he can do that. But like you can't serve a tennis ball unless it's absolute silence. When all I want to do is drink my Dom Perignon. Please. Same thing with golfers. When somebody goes like like the guys up at the tee and somebody goes, because they have a cold or allergies mm-hmm. and they get chastised for and it. And turns around, shut up! Yes! Man, Tiger used to get so mad. Oh, <laughs> stop it. You should be able to you should be able to crush a ball, right? In it chaos. doesn't matter what, what sport. Thank you. Doesn't matter what sport. You're a pro. Like with the crowd cheering. Yeah. Cheering you on. The free throws, same thing. You Can know what I mean? Imagine hockey if everyone there's, had to be quiet. Yes. There's well, chaos. Don't you remember? When you're at the free throw line. During COVID. That's right. Right? During the bubble, like baseball and hockey. All the all the game, like yeah. all the professional sports it's when terrible. they were in empty arenas. Yes. It sounded weird. Yes, it was weird. Yeah. Right? Anyway. Oh, I got to hear this again. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you are opening a bottle of champagne, don't do it as a player of the so. Thank you. Oh, that. don't you love that? That's from an Australian umpire. The crowd is clapping, too. I, oh, yes. Oh, it's finally somebody said something. Brilliant. Finally somebody said something. It's distracting to all of us. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the NHL and Gary Bettman say that they are doing away with specialty warm-up jerseys. But the headline for this story is, of course, that uh, the NHL is doing away with the Pride warm-up jerseys. Uh, so here is uh, Gary Bettman with Elliot Friedman. Commissioner, first of all, I, I understand there was a decision made on the Pride jerseys in warm-up today at Board of Governors. Well, actually, I, I've suggested that it would be appropriate for clubs not to change their jerseys. Uh, in warm-ups because it's become a distraction and taking away from the fact that all of our clubs in some form or another host nights in honor of various groups or causes and we'd rather that we continue to get the appropriate attention that they deserve and not be a distraction. I think the only concern that people will have about this is, number one, you're always worried about people feeling comfortable in a game in their own skin, and also it's Pride Month right now. I think that's the the concerns that I would have upon hearing that. Well, I I agree those are legitimate concerns, but in the final analysis, all of the efforts and emphasis on the importance of these various causes have been undermined by the distraction in terms of which teams, which players. This way, we're keeping the focus on the game, and on these specialty nights, we're going to be focused on the cause. So Pride Nights Day, and fans will... They can, pri- oh, absolutely. Okay. 32 of our clubs did Pride Nights. Some do Heritage Nights. Everybody does Hockey Fights Cancer. Some do Military Nights. All of those nights will continue. Mm-hmm. The only issue will be... Or the only difference will be is uh, we're not going to change jerseys for warm-up because that's just become um, more of a distraction from really the essence of what the purpose of these nights are. Okay, and the jerseys will continue to be sold, correct? Oh, absolutely, and designed, and and players who choose to model them uh, can do that. It's really just a question of what's on the ice. I mean, the Hockey Fights Cancer's jerseys weren't that controversial, right? You know, With a pink logo? Yeah, I, it's it, the jerseys aren't the distraction. It's the people who choose not to wear them that are the distraction. Well, I mean, I, listen, I think it's the I uproar. Mean, yeah, like that's a distraction. Yeah, I, 
I, I an uproar across the board. I'm not just talking about it the is, pride it one, is, right? it is, yes. And it's specifically the pride one. Of course it is. And that's what this is. That's we all know what this is all about, right? And but he's caving to the players that won't wear them. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like, I get it. And, and, but, you know, we've had this conversation so many times where it's like, but would, don't you want to know who the, who is like not an ally? You know what I mean? Like, would you rather have somebody refuse to wear it than somebody who feels that way and is just being complete, like, just like complying because they feel forced? You know what I mean? Like, totally. Right? Like I, 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 I always say when it comes to like like things like racism, for example, I yeah. want my racism right up right up front. Right up front. I want to know exactly who it right is. Right up front. I don't want the hidden stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And but I'm but you all, but but, but you also don't want somebody like what like what good does it do to force somebody to to wear it? Does no it does no it does no good. But but, uh, but it's because you wear the jersey doesn't mean you are that way. It just means that you're supporting. Everyone around you, your teammates, I, it, it, you're a united front. Sure, it does. But I think that there, there to certain people, I feel that the line is drawn from support and participating. And I think that people can feel that they support, but they don't necessarily want to participate. And that is where that that's sort of what is outed but then um, proves, in, the, in but, those moments. But then Gary Bettman has given the people who don't want to wear those jerseys the win. Um, sure. Yeah. But I mean, he, listen, he's trying to, he, he's trying to build a league and, and, and Gary Bettman just like wrapped, you know, the pride controversy up in like hockey fights, cancer, you know, like, like it's the same thing, right? Like these jerseys, these jerseys right? cause so much content. But no, no one's refusing to wear the, well, the exactly, exactly. Well, no, but, and if somebody did refuse to wear a cancer Jersey, even if so, could you like, there would be no story. If somebody was like, man, I don't want to wear the purple Jersey. Right. There would be no story. It's only the pride jerseys. But I guess you can continue to model them if you want to. Right? <laughs> According to Gary Beckham, yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Was it deliberate or accidental? That has been the ongoing question when it comes to the French version of the Barbie poster for the new Barbie movie. Oh. So the French version of the poster, I don't know if you saw this, it has oh. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, Ken and Barbie. Yeah. And the taglines are written in French. And the translation is, beside Barbie, it reads, she can do everything. Everything, And then beside Ryan Gosling, it reads, he's just Ken. But Ken, the word Ken has a double entendre meaning in French slang, where Ken is another word for F. So the tagline becomes, she knows how to do everything. He just knows how to F. Oh, no. Intentional. <laughs> okay. Uh, so one uh, marketing executive from a competing studio says it is definitely deliberate. There's no way a French speaker wouldn't have noticed the pun that they used. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of genius, they say. Really, they slipped it in like that. As for a comment, Warner Brothers refused to confirm or deny whether the raunchy French pun was deliberate or accidental. Oh, deliberate. Definitely deliberate. Yeah. Right? Ain't nobody making oh, those yeah. mistakes. Definitely deliberate. Barbie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see Tom Cruise yesterday morning? Oh, What's that? I did. How was he? Short. Come on. You're but, short. But super, super cool seeing him in person. They did a uh, screening for Mission Impossible. And I guess Tom, when Tom Cruise releases a movie, like he promotes like no other mm -hmm. actor has ever promoted a movie. 
and he, one of his stops was in uh, in Toronto yesterday. And nobody knew. Like, nobody knew, huh? So what, no. like you're just like sitting there and then the guy's like, hey, we got to... But it was obvious something was coming up because everyone was running around with clipboards, like and panicking. Sec- and so you, you see security first, right? Like yeah. actually, actually, no, the first thing you feel when, it, when a superstar is in the building is you don't even have to see them or their people. You can feel it. Sure. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, it's and, like a wave that hits. And then I got stuck in the underground parking lot with him. Oh, I don't. Okay, so hold on. Let's go back to the to the movie here for a second. We'll, oh, get, to, okay. we'll get to that in a sec. Because the movie's out today. Uh, you watch it? No. I, I, no! What? Because no, here's the thing. I filmed him doing his intro, and then I wanted to make sure that I posted it on the KISS social, so I left the auditorium to post it, but then they I couldn't get back in. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, I'll just go home. <laughs> so, <laughs> but here, I wanted to see it. <laughs> so here is uh, Tom Cruise on Maury's phone. Hi, y'all. This is amazing. Thanks for being here. Thank you all for being here. It's such a great moment. We, hey, yes, I love you guys. I, I, I didn't know I was here. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. This is, we dream of these moments to make these films for you and for you all to see it on in this kind of format. So it's, it really is such an honor to entertain you and I'm just so happy to see everybody here. So please uh, enjoy the mix, the music, the picture, our entire crew that made this film, our cast and crew. This is the stuff we talk about and we love movies, and we love you all, and thank you very much. We're very grateful. Thank you all for coming. Awesome. I cannot wait. Have a great summer. To watch this movie. Like, the stunts that he Bro, performs. The movie looks so good. And the man is 61 years yeah, old. It looks so good. Still doing good. these stunts. Yeah. Incredible. See it. So you got, what, locked in the parking lot with him afterwards? So, yeah, I was trying to leave, and there were six SUVs. Yeah. And I was trying to to exit the parking lot, like mm-hmm. the pay, the public parking lot. You were stuck behind the six SUVs? In the middle. Oh. So it was like SUV, pulled, SUV. <laughs> Yaris. R- rusted out, small ass Yaris. SUV, SUV. SUV. Yes. Oh, and then man. one of the drivers was like waving at me to like, he's like, get away, get away. And I'm like, where? <laughs> It's not time to run. Yeah. That's a lot of movie. Hop out of the SUV and run. Run to the airport. Maury's, Maury's window's not at all tinted. <laughs> Jesus. You look like the escape hatch. <laughs> Cat rapper is just flying out the window. I can't dry my... I'm full of chocolate. Hands <laughs> are sticky. <laughs> What do you want me to do? Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see that movie, man. Jeez. There are people saying it's the best one of the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can't. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sarah Silverman and two authors have filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against meta platforms and open AI for allegedly using their content without permission to train artificial intelligence language models. So what they're saying is that meta and open AI use their books. So Sarah's books and these two authors books without authorization to develop the language models, which make their pitch as popular tools for automating tasks by replacing 
replacing human conversation. So they use books to train AI so that AI can do the work of humans, right? They train it in mm. language and in, and in all this other stuff. How did Silverman know, though? There was a leak. Oh, okay. so it got leaked what what source materials they were using. And so now they filed a lawsuit because that's the thing is that nobody wants their intellectual property to be scraped to train AI. Like, but AI that, has worse homework than we had. Yeah, I know. But that's all that AI does is they just scrape, right? Like that's yeah. all it is. Ingest all the information. Yep. Gobble, yeah. gobble. It's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. And a lot of people got canceled over the weekend. Damn. What happened? People going in on Guy Fieri because he shook uh, Donald Trump's hand at the UFC fight. People canceling. I knew that Guy Fieri was like. I don't know why that's a big shock to people. I think because Guy Fieri is generally a nice dude, right? And people were kind of bent that he, like a nice dude who was raised. So much money for charities turns out to be, uh, or at least I don't even know if he's a fan of Donald Trump. He shook his he shook his hand, right? Yeah. But anyway, people wanted to cancel Guy Fieri. How do we that. know that he didn't walk up to Trump and say something nasty to him? Oh, they I, I mean, you can see the video that they. Were, oh, yeah. But what if it's, <laughs> maybe he spit in his hand first? Yeah, like maybe like yeah, gotcha. Like, yeah, <laughs> put a booger in there more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did that old trick? Yeah, here you go. The, the thing is, is that we don't know there was a booger there. So we only now think that he's a huge fan. And now Guy Fieri can't come out and say, guys, there was a booger there. Right. right? Like you just can't do that. Secret service and stuff. Uh, Jonah Hill getting canceled over the weekend. So Jonah Hill's ex, Sarah Brady, who's a surf instructor, I believe, uh, released a bunch of texts that Jonah had sent to her where Jonah was being accused of being manipulative, uh, abusive, and using therapy speak to control a woman. So part of the things that Jonah had had said was that um, I guess he was having a problem with her, who she hangs out with what she posts on social media but he was using the term boundaries right Mm -hmm. so he said this to her in a text if you need surfing with men boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men to model to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful i am not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness i support it and there will be no hard feelings these are my boundaries for my romantic partnerships my boundaries with you Uh, My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. So he's being accused of using bound the word boundaries instead of rules, instead Mm. of saying my rules are. But he does. But the other thing with this is that he doesn't say, um, you know, I can't date you if you don't stop doing this. He says, if you still do this, I'm not the right partner for you. So there's that sort of like, you know, therapy talk in there kind of thing right but jonah hill has a new he's moved on he's got a new woman now and he just had a baby and so everybody is so divided over this whether jonah hill is being manipulative and abusive or whether this ex sarah brady is um the one who is trying to do all the damage how long ago did they date about a year ago i think it was and then he moved on and um he's with somebody new so is there like she released all this now like after he had 
So, so yes, she released it now. And, and I guess this is a voice. Is this, is this actually her more? Yeah, so I see Newsweek posted it as okay, well. Okay, cool. So I trust them. Okay, so... Um, so this is a voice note that I guess Sarah was going back and forth with one of her friends about as far as why release it now? Like if you haven't been in the relationship oh, with perfect. her for over a year, why release it now? Part of me like waited until after she had given birth, not right after, but like, a, you know, a little bit after so that so that his current fiance and the mother of his child, Olivia, would I just hope like she would receive some of these screenshots somehow through friends like friends of mine that I met through him that I know are good people and I know would make an effort to protect her. Like, I didn't want her to have to see all of this while she was pregnant because I didn't know what kind of stress that would cause on her and her baby, like physically and everything. And I'm sure the timing can seem bad. Like, oh yeah, I like waited until he had a kid, but like I waited until she had her baby so i knew they were like physically not impacted by me sharing this shit. and she could be informed and make an informed decision of how she wants to care for herself and her baby which she birthed and she created yes it's his child but that is that woman's infant Oof. that's how i see it Damn. So I don't know. To me, this that 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 voice note sounds a whole lot less about how she was impacted and a whole lot more about her wanting to destroy the current relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. What's your take, Shem? Oh man, this is loaded. Um, I, I'll say this. I think he does definitely come across as uh, manipulative. Yes. I can't say whether he's abusive or not. I'm not in that relationship. Um, I, I also think he's using the word boundaries wrong. Yeah, of course. I he is. I, I think I think you know he. You could have you could have certain things that you're okay with in a relationship or not, but you can't really, you know. I don't think you should be shaming people for having like a wild past or or for no. having male friends or, or friends of the opposite sex or whatever. Um, he can say, you know what, this doesn't work for me, and we can go our separate ways and call it quits. But it just doesn't come across that way. At the mm-hmm. same time, I agree with you. I do think I, I do think that you know her that voicemail does not help her. I don't think. I don't, I don't think that voice helps her a lot. In his text, he was just like putting the ball in her court, basically, mm-hmm. right? Like you make the decision. <laughs> While also shaming her a little bit, though, right? Oh, oh very much yes. so. Very much so. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, where are we here? Uh, Britney Spears that uh, back with the Victor um, Wambanyama uh, incident in Las Vegas when she walked up behind him and touched uh, his back and then his security guard. He's the giant kid who plays for San Antonio. San Antonio. Antonio. Number and one then, draft pick this year. And his his uh, security guard turned around and hit Britney's hand and then Britney slapped herself in the face and it was a whole deal. Yeah. But I guess she got an apology in the restaurant, but Britney oh. wants a public apology. Here's Britney. Hi, so I wanted to share with you guys an incident that happened in Vegas that a lot of people are talking about. And I heard on the news um, this radio station talking smack and talking sh- that's why I'm addressing it, um, saying that I deserve to be smacked. Security was doing their job and protecting their client. I've been with the most famous people in the world in sync at one time. Girls would like literally throw themselves at them on my way into the place. Actually, I was knocked down by like three 12 year olds <laughs> trying to get my picture. My security not one time 
touched them or even came near them. Um, point being is, um, I didn't appreciate the people saying that I deserve to be hit because no woman ever deserves to be hit. I simply tapped him on the back and I was backhanded, hit my face, came back on the floor. My best friend picked me up and held me. And um, I did get an apology um, at my table 30 minutes later, um, but I have yet to receive a public apology. Oh, damn. That's it. Damn. Wow. What's that public apology? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, emotional moment last night at the ESPY Awards when uh, Damar Hamlin was presenting the Pat Tillman Award. Um, and he brought out the Buffalo Bills training staff. If you remember, it was back in January when DeMar Hamlin suffered that cardiac episode mm. on the, on the field and, uh, uh, made an incredible recovery, but it was such, a, a, an emotional and terrifying night for, for everyone. So here's, uh, here's the ESPYs last night. Please welcome this year's recipient of the Pat Tillman Award for service, the training staff of the Buffalo Bills. Okay, my name is Nate Bresky. I'm the head athletic trainer for the Buffalo Bills. By the grace of God and divine intervention, we had the best outcome we could have prayed for or imagined. Damar, first and foremost, thank you for staying alive, brother. (laughs) Thank you. The response to Damar's injury was able to bring our nation together for a moment and show the world the power of prayer. Let's remember that feeling of unity and use it to make sure we can save the next life, too. And when they did the uh, the group huddle, mm-hmm. oh, man, so sad. I don't think Pat Tillman would like having that award named after him, if you know anything about Pat Tillman. So Pat Tillman was a football player mm-hmm. who left. He was at the top of his game, and he left, and he joined, like, the Marines, I think, or the Army. Yep. And he went to uh, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And um, they... So this you, award's like a hero's award type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a service, bravery, whatever it yeah. is. Um, but they used Pat Tillman as like a this massive sort of like rah-rah American recruiting tool. Mm-hmm. And he never said a word about it. He never explained why he went. He never did an interview. He never did anything. And then he was killed. And then they turned him into this sort of like giant hero where they used his death as a, you know, he died for this, he died for this, and then it came out that it was covered up and that he died from friendly fire. Yeah. It was used as a recruitment tool after was, 9-11, because yeah. he joined after 9-11. Yeah, oh, right, so geez. they used this American hero, this American all-star to football player story. to build this story, and they yeah. used it as a recruitment tool, and uh, and then he was killed, and they covered it up that it was friendly fire for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, because will they it, ever change the name? You think? And and but I mean, if you know if you know anything about like they will never do it. But if you like his brother's done interviews before where he's like he would not want any of this, mm. like nothing at all. But you can't help if somebody names an award yeah, after yeah. you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Roz and Mocha Show breaking news. Um. If you missed it earlier, uh, it has been an ongoing saga on the show where Dammit Mori was not invited to my wedding as of yet, and he had to earn his way in. And uh, earlier this morning, uh, Dammit Mori officially got his invite to the wedding. I'm holding it in my hand. It doesn't smell like cologne, but there is a stain on it. I had to re-lick it this morning because it was on the counter for months that it, it wasn't stick, stuck there anymore. So but you I licked lick the it. whole thing. Half of it's still flopping. No, I licked the whole thing. 
You I did? really did. I did. Yeah, I licked the whole thing this morning. Twice. I twice. I over here. I don't know because it's the, the stick wore off. I oh. licked that thing twice this morning. Well, you don't have good lick. No, I know. Maybe it was a little dehydrated or something. I don't know. It's been warm out. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, did you just throw it? No, I placed it on my headphone thing, like right here. You just threw it. I you did not threw, throw it away. It. Have you even opened it yet? I was going to wait for Matthew to open okay, it. Okay, okay, that I that I approve of. That I approve of. Also, everybody. Y- yes, I oh. licked that thing twice this morning. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Hey, what you got to do, right? You're the- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, Ross, what'd you do today? I licked that thing twice this morning. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Stop it. <laughs> uh, this is going to be so useful, guys. I licked that thing twice this morning. Uh, sorry. Zayn Malik uh, making a rare uh, appearance doing press. He uh, was on the Caller Daddy podcast. And this is Zayn talking about him leaving, which I don't know if we've ever heard Zayn talk about this. I know it's sort of old news, but it's new because this is really the first time I've heard Zayn uh, sort of go through why he left One Direction when he did. I licked oh. that thing twice this morning. <laughs> that's not that's not Zayn. Oh, whoops. Okay. <laughs> There was a lot of politics going on. Um, certain people were doing certain things. Certain people didn't want to sign contracts. So I knew something was happening. Um, so I just got ahead of the curve. If I'm being honest with you, I was like, I'm just going to get out of here. I think this is done. And I just seen it. Um, and I completely selfishly wanted to be the first person to go and make my own record. If I'm being completely honest with you, I was like, I'm going to jump the gun here for the first time. I'm passive dude, but when it comes to my music and, uh, and my business, I'm serious about it and I'm competitive. So I wanted to be the first to go and do my own thing. That's yeah. That was the reason. And then there was obviously underlying issues like within our friendships too. We'd been together every day for five years and we got sick of each other, if we're being completely honest. So we were, we were close, you know, we'd done crazy things with each other and that nobody else in the world will ever understand or have them experiences that we've shared with each other and and I look back on it now in a much fonder light than I would have you know as I just left um there were great experiences I had great times with them but yeah we just run our course there you go the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast uh, Canada's public health agency is investigating after a passenger on an Air France flight from Paris to Toronto said that he sat uh, amid the unclean remnants of a previous passenger's hemorrhage. <gasps> Passenger Habib Bata said that he was traveling with his wife on the eight-hour flight to Toronto when he noticed a strong manure-like smell and a large stain on the floor in front of his seat. He got out of his seat, down on his hands and knees to check it out, and then he noticed that there was a giant mark on the carpet. When he alerted cabin cabin crew... He said that he was then given cleaning supplies. After wiping the floor beneath his own seat, the cloth came out, quote, blood red, he said. It all made sense to me because I know the smell of blood does smell almost like feces when it's rotten. Ain't no room on a plane for you to get down on your hands and knees to do an investigation like that. He said... That the cabin crew later told him that someone had suffered a hemorrhage in his seat on a previous flight and that he could not change seats because the flight was full. Mm. And because of that, they gave him rubber gloves and more wet wipes. 
Wow. He's trying to help him out, bro. He said Air France initially offered him $500 in compensation, oh, which he said covered about 20% of the flight's total cost. He said he refused and is waiting for the airline to make him a better offer. He also said that three days following the flight, Air France phoned him and let him know that the blood was also mixed with feces. Oh, my <laughs> They tested it? Just, yep. Well, yeah. You have to. Just don't want to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No. Guys, I think that there's blood and feces like on the floor of my seat. And See, their reaction is put these gloves on, grab these wet wipes and clean it yourself. Yeah. Highly inappropriate. I get it. But I could never get down on my hands and knees on a plane. It to, looked to, like to, he was to, in the emergency row because I think that they were traveling with cats and they had cat carriers that were on the floor. And I think that he he took a selfie of himself on his hands and knees cleaning. Like emotional support cats? <laughs> I don't know. Or he, maybe he rescued the cats from France. Here's like there's a picture of him with gloves on and he's on his knees cleaning. Now, let me see this picture. Yeah. And he goes, I've seen a few things in my life, but the horrific blood soaked carpet on Air France plane yesterday was another level. An hour into the transatlantic flight from Paris to Toronto, I kept smelling something gross and couldn't figure it out until I got up and looked down. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they, they got to do something him, for him. They 500 offered bucks. him 500 bucks. And gloves. And clean it yourself. Yeah. Sorry. There <laughs> no, I know. That's gross. That's disgusting. Yeah. Come oh. on. No, they got to do something else. They got to refund like that entire flight form. Something. I guess, could he not have just not cleaned it and just sat there? I guess, but like. For the entire flight? No. But, but instead of putting no. your face that close to it. Uh, yeah, but you, if you no. have two choices to sit there and smell that or clean it yourself, right? Are you still going to smell it even after you clean it? It's embedded oh, in the fiber. I, I, don't, I, I don't. I think know. if I were in that situation, I would ask to sit where. The airline staff not allowed. That's against FAA rules. Not allowed. Zero chance that's happening. I'm deplaning. <laughs> straight up, I'm off that flight. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Howard Berger, um, who used to work for uh, the Fan 590 when it was just that, wrote a big article today talking about how they're going to retool Hockey Night in Canada, and that the only person safe is Elliot Friedman. Really? Yeah, yeah. I like Elliot Friedman. I don't know if anybody from Rogers has commented on this, but it was an interesting article. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do we have time for Emily Blunt real quick? Always, so because I, had, I love Emily I Blunt. I had no idea that Emily Blunt and Matt Damon live in the same building and, like, they're neighbors. Oh, yeah? So here is uh, Emily Blunt saying, too much. Like, I don't ever see Matt Damon not in his slippers anymore. You know, he's just always in his slippers. I haven't seen him in regular shoes in a long time. Really? Yeah, that's because we live in the same building, so we just pop down to see each other. And Matt is just the most easygoing, beautiful person. Oh, man, so now he's a slippers guy. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And you know what's going to happen? As soon as he steps out in in sneakers, yeah, yeah, they're going to be like, yo, Matt. Where's it with no slippers today? Yeah, yeah. That's how you ruin somebody in the neighborhood. Devin Emily, right? Like, what are you doing? Saying too much. <laughs> you don't say that stuff. Yeah. I know Showing it's like. Showing up on a red carpet. Hey, Matt. 
Favorite kind of slippers yeah. to wear? Oh, all wear. Are you fuzzy on the inside? Matt, I realize, I understand that uh, you're very much into slippers. Uh, are you a fuzzy on the inside yeah. or like a slip-on? Then or all these companies open start reaching or, out. All these slippers bro. companies start reaching out for endorsement deals. Bro, every time that guy does a red carpet, some jabroni reporter. Maury, how many Matt Damon slipper questions have you already crafted? Six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh my God! A mom gave birth to a 13-pound baby. Listen, what? 13 pounds, right? Hey, hey, Beautiful. hey, hey, hey! A Tennessee mom is celebrating the birth of her 13-pound baby boy. Doctors say he is officially the size of a three-month-old. Here I is. Thought you were going to say. Doctors say he is officially walking now. Yes. Here <laughs> is. Here is Katie Taylor. This was a shock for sure. Our first was 9:15, so we anticipated a bigger baby, but nothing like this. I'm getting used to it, but it's definitely hard because he wants to be held all the time. So working on those muscles right now. <laughs> he does eat around the clock. It's kind of hard to keep up for sure. So I, I was looking around at other things that weigh in and around 13 pounds, uh-huh. right? So this brand new baby, right, that just come out of the mom, right, uh-huh. weighs in and around the same as a 40-inch LED television. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This baby okay, that the mom just had also weighs the same as like a normal coffee table. Oh Jeez. So that's like carrying around. Her belly co- must have been huge. A coffee table. I feel bad for that mom. Like during the time she had to carry that baby yeah. inside of her. Yeah. Her yeah. back. A vacuum cleaner weighs around 13 pounds. Also, when I was Googling things that weighed around 13 pounds, one of the things that came up just simply read thick rug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just so you know what this wow. poor woman's going through, right? Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. Hey, could you imagine if, and I think about this a lot, I may have asked you about this before, but could you imagine if we, as we grew, right? Like you were born, right? Like yeah. imagine you're born, but imagine you did all your physical growing in like the first year, but developmentally it took the same amount of time. So, so like uh, you're a grown adult? Yes. By the time you're, I don't know, what, like four? One. Oh, by no, one. By one. So in the first year, okay, you physically grow as much as you're going to grow over the course of your life, right? But, but developmentally, right? Like so develop- I can't walk. No. I can't crawl. No, but you're growing mom, a beard. My mom's like, still got to change my diaper. And shave you. And shave. Right? Like, you'd be out and some guy would be like, oh, my God, look at that. And you'd be like, dude, she's two. <laughs> right? Like, but you, your mom would have to carry you. Like, you think she'd still take me to a barber right? and get, like, a lineup yeah. and everything? I don't know. Right? But you That's just, we wouldn't terrible. know. Like, we wouldn't know. Like, you could see somebody out, right? Like, at a restaurant. <laughs> And you would you would approach somebody, and but you would know no, 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 no. you would but know if, if they gonna... were if they were thirty or if they were three. I would know that they're thirty. Why? Because they could hold up their own head. You imagine grown ass like looking like a like a grown but person, but a baby, sitting at a table, right? You're not in a high chair, no. But a baby, but but a baby can hold their head up at a year, right? Like at three, they can hold their head up. 
and wearing glasses, right? Yes, you. Yes, right. Nursing would be wild, right? Right. It would look like a prison yard, right? Daycare would be like, like. Could you imagine? If these are the thoughts you're having during the day, yes, yes. You need a hobby, but you know when, like, your son goes to school and he's like three and he's in daycare and you get the call that he bit a kid, yeah, right? Like, imagine what that looks like with the strength of a grown man. Fight Club, yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh my God, Ticketmaster's at it again. What happened now? So they posted Taylor Swift in, uh, sorry, um, Ticketmaster in France. Oh, bonjour. Taylor Swift tickets were supposed to go on sale today. Uh huh. Ticketmaster said on Twitter that the 9 a.m. sale for the Eras Tour in France has been put on hold. La Tour de Era. <sighs> they go on to say <laughs> that they will keep people posted with the new on-sale time as soon as possible. They also said that all codes not already used will remain valid. The issue appears to stem from a technical glitch on Ticketmaster's end, causing people to be unable to log into the website and use their password. At one point, when tickets went on sale this morning in France, there were 700,000 people in line. Sorry, mes amis. But this is helping the hype. 700 Thousand people oh tried to log in what, to like, buy Taylor Swift tickets. Hey, Maury, how do you say seven hundred thousand in French? Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> how come, but no one else is having issues. Like Beyonce's tickets aren't having issues because seven hundred thousand people aren't trying to buy tickets to one Beyonce show. No, uh-huh. but there's forty thousand at the Rogers Center. Maury. 700,000 people tried to log in at the same time. Ticketmaster cannot handle that. This is nobody it, it is unheard of, of. Like they prepare for worst case scenarios and their worst case traffic scenario wasn't this. Mm-hmm. Like this is beyond what they plan. Like We're Taylor getting, Swift is next level. Bro, this, like look at El, Elton John, didn't he not just wrap up his yeah. farewell tour, yeah. right? You did not see, and like those shows were sold out, but you did not see this type of problem for Elton John on his farewell tour. No, no, no. This, that lasted this two is, years. It's unheard of. Like this it is, is incredible. It's, it's, this is something that everybody's dealing with for the very first time. Yeah. And when everybody says we have to fix this, we have to fix this, it will be fixed because of Taylor Swift's tour. Yeah. That but is, is it not the, a cue situation? Like just want me, like maybe do like no, one more, at a time. You can't have, they, they are not prepared to put 700,000 people in a queue. Or they're going to have to go back to printing like actual oh, tickets. God. I don't know. I don't know how I can explain this to you any better, Maury. <laughs> honestly. Like, it's not that difficult to understand. No, I get it. No, you don't. No, you don't I don't actually. think you do at I'm all. I'm trying to come uh, up no, with a solution. I, they don't need you to come up with a solution. It's a story. <laughs> right? They, 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 at the end of this isn't like we're, we're still waiting on a comment from Maury yeah. to try and get us <laughs> out of this giant that? mess. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag thank you, Maury. Yes. Right? <laughs> Maury, please help us. <laughs> Wow. Uh, they just put a giant silhouette of a nose and a Kit Kat in the sky. <laughs> the, then they know Maury's on the case. <laughs> so how do you say it? Un, deux, trois, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Uh, Vladdy coming out huge at the All-Star game last Yo, night. Yo, that home run derby, incredible. Oh, my. Vlad Guerrero Jr. will hang on and win the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby. Congratulations to Vlad. He and his dad, both Home Run Derby champions. There you go. A tweet from Vlad Guerrero Sr. What a performance. Proud of you, son. Uh, 25 to 23 in the home run showdown is uh, what Vladdy managed to uh, to pull off. That's a lot. He was looking like he was struggling, though, huh? Close right. to the end, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Listen, a lot. Yeah, because there weren't... It's not like you get a long break no. in between. It's like... Multiple rounds, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like throw, hit, throw, hit, yeah, throw, hit. Yeah, and John Schneider was throwing to him. Yep. Yeah. Is that normal? Yeah, they, they'll typically either get... Um, the pitching coach or somebody from the coaching staff that whatever whoever the batter is comfortable with. Obviously. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They like, should have had his dad throw it to him. But like, why not just get one of your own pitchers to throw? They seem like they know what they're doing. Like, you go to the manager to throw. Yeah, because they don't do like a full <clears throat> speed, right? Yeah. No, I guess. I guess. Yeah. You're yeah, not hitting. Yeah. Dingers, you're not hitting 25 dingers like that. No, 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 no. Right? No, At no. Full speed. I know. Like what? That's not exciting. Yeah. Like maybe what? Maybe seven. Yeah. Right. First J to win it though. Congratulations. Yeah, that absolutely. Uh, here's uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Uh, hitting Instagram right after. Toronto, thank you. Luigi fan, thank you. I did it. I'm the champ. I love that guy, man. He's so entertaining. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, I got to play this Ryan Gosling uh, singing in the Barbie movie. Everybody's like freaking out over it, but like he was singing in La La Land. And that was actually him, Maury, singing in La La Land. Yes, it was. Yeah, him and Emma Stone. Stone. Oh, God. Remember how terrible that movie movie was? I never watched it. Oh, the song. It's uh, now I'm just remembering how angry La La Land made me. If you're going to do a musical, like all musicals are hinged on a great song, right? Like all musicals are hinged on one great song. And remember the song in La La Land? Mm-mm. How awful it was? Ugh. City of stars, are you shining just for me? There's so much that I can't see. Yo, that's a banger right there. But this was the, the visuals. No. Clearly, you guys don't understand art. Uh, that was the song that they anchored this musical to. Terrible choice. Ryan, I mean, this, this, is, this is nothing on Ryan Gosling at all. Just a terrible choice to be your marquee you guys song need for to a musical. Watch more musicals. Play, play, play it again. Garbage, right, Shem? Total. Garbage. Wow. City of stars. Are you shining just for me? It fits the mood of the movie, though, and Thank the storyline. Thank you. City of stars. And the relationship between Ryan Gosling so and Emma Stone. Somebody struggles to sleep. This is perfect. You know what, Shem? You are right. I could fall asleep to that. This may actually replace my uh, nightly use of the comment. Yes, but I'm very happy with what they gave Ryan Gosling for the Barbie movie. Um, This is Ryan Gosling singing uh, the Ken song from the Barbie movie. It's called Just Ken. Yes. I just don't know who I am without you. You're Ken. But it's Barbie and Ken. There is no just Ken. <laughs> Doesn't seem to matter what 
what I do. I'm always number two. No one knows how hard I tried. Oh, oh, I, I have feelings that I can't explain. Driving me insane. All my life been so polite. 'Cause I'm just kidding. Anywhere else I'd be dead. Is it my destiny to live and die a life of blonde fragility? I'm just kidding. Where I see love, she sees. Yo, this slaps so hard. Right? Obviously, see the man behind the tan. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just Ken. Isn't that isn't that what we all hope for? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you got a Mar- but, uh There's a Margot Robbie clip that you have over there, Mocha. Before we get to uh, anything else, I don't know if uh, you can find. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Margot Robbie doing uh, Australian television. Uh, and she is Australian, right? That's right. Margot Robbie? Yeah. Crikey, she So is. they have a question about Barbie. I'm not sure if Margot filled you in on this, Greta, but the word Barbie means something else in Australia. Did you brief Greta about What does it mean here? Like a, like, like a, like a, like a barbecue. barbecue. Oh! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. We've lost her. Oh, no. She's gone so She's gone. Barbie now, I can't <laughs> You're right, a Barbie. A yeah, Barbie. having a Barbie. Yeah. So that's what we call like a like a barbecue. So you weren't aware of that? Not, no, I, I mean, I, 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 not as such. I'm um, blaming the jet lag, by the way. <laughs> don't blame the blonde hair. Blame the jet lag. Nah, yo, she's don't Hollywood you, now. I know. Don't you remember though? Like back in the day. Australian tourism went global based on like two catchphrases, right? Mm-hmm. One was put another shrimp on the bobby. Yeah. And the other was Foster's. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> remember that guy? Don't you remember the Foster's guy? No, Come I remember. On. Who's the Foster's guy? Oh my god. I can't believe that you don't remember the Foster's guy. Foster's guy. Oi? Hold on here. Let me see if I can find it. Um. Um. Nope. Come on. Hold on. When I type in Foster's guy, oi, <laughs> there's a bunch of recaps for a television show called The Foster's. And then there's a show or a movie called Foster Boy. Hold on. Turn my computer up for a second. And then F-Boy Island pops up. No, I don't want that. That's a different boy. I'm not even asking Maury to Google this. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. I think this was it. I think this was the commercial. This is really special. Out here, you can feel the dream time all around you. Very few white people have ever been through this part of the country. No, this you isn't the weeks Australian. Weeks, they're bumping into anyone. It's not the guy. Damn it. Find me the Foster's Oi guy more. Are you spelling Oi right? How are you spelling Oi? 
O-O-Y. No, that's ooey. Oh, that's <laughs> Fail. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Madonna Speaks. So it was announced that they were going to push the start of the Madonna tour because of her medical condition. But now they've announced that the North American leg of the tour will be postponed the entire thing. And it will now start in Europe. In when is that? October? October. So we won't see it here till the the new year. Yeesh. Because it was supposed to be like August. August 15th in Vancouver was supposed to be the first show. Like coming up in like Mm -hmm. a month. Not going to happen. I've never experienced a postponed show. Like, I'm no. assuming you just keep your ticket yeah. and you go yeah. on the new date. Yeah, because they, they artists tend to postpone rather than cancel because if you cancel, you got to give you the people their money back. Right? That's what happened with, uh, remember with Bieber? That when exactly he postponed, oh, I yeah. think it was from COVID, but then also when he was going through his mental health stuff. Yeah, there was a Shawn lot. Mendes. There was like three shows that yeah. he had like kept postponed, postponed, postponed. Yep. And then eventually canceled, eventually right? Eventually they canceled. I think there was yeah. four times where he postponed that show. Uh, so Madonna says, uh, thank for your positive energy, prayers and words of healing and encouragement. I have felt your love. I'm on the road to recovery and increasingly grateful for all the blessings in my life. My first thought when I woke up in the hospital was my children. My second thought was that I did not want to disappoint anyone who bought tickets for my tour. I also didn't want to let uh, down the people who worked tirelessly with me over the last few months to create my show. I hate to disappoint anyone my focus now is on my health and getting stronger and i assure you i'll be back as soon as i can the current plan is to reschedule the north american leg of the tour and to begin in october in europe i couldn't be more grateful for your care and support love am so that is from madonna the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast um hey did you see the picture of uh you uh, jackman uh in his wolverine costume yes in, uh, oh my god Deadpool. i was freaking out so they have Deadpool them. tweeted that out yesterday yeah so for anybody who's like a big x uh, x-men fan uh hugh jackman is in the yellow and blue from the it's comic amazing yeah oh yeah. it looks great it looks great but they didn't no helmet that, though like... no helmet though yet right but they made reference to it do you don't you remember in like one of the early x-men movie um mm-hmm. wolverine complains about the the black suit and i think it was like cyclops or something like that that looked mm-hmm. at him and said what do you want like yellow spandex right like they goofed I they goofed on the yellow in that. the movies i wonder why they never ended up like know. with the amount of x-men movies yeah. they did they never gave him yeah that suit and uh and jennifer garner is in it did you know that she's coming back as electra jennifer garner remember electra oh yeah yeah, yeah. she yeah. was in like the i guess the prequel ones yes okay yeah so, oh, so she's, back. she's so, back so jennifer garner's back okay yeah, good. she's like working out and stuff like yeah. this too yeah okay, it's really good. it's really cool the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh will elon musk be fighting mark zuckerberg sure so Elon Musk replied, uh, he tweeted out, I'm up for a cage match if he is. Uh, and this was uh, in response to Mark Zuckerberg sort of flexing over his uh, new jujitsu skills and his new love for jujitsu. Didn't he win like championships? Is, apparently. And then Zuckerberg replied to that with send me location. Ooh. And then Musk replied, Vegas Octagon, adding, I have this great move that I call the walrus, where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. Uh, And then Dana White got involved. And I don't know whether he reached out to them or they reached out to him. But when you talk to Dana White, this has the potential, if they both decide to, like, donate whatever they were going to make to charity, Mm -hmm. to be something quite 
extraordinary. I was talking to both Elon and uh, Mark last night. Both guys are absolutely dead serious about this. <laughs> they both want to do it. Mark Zuckerberg hit me up first and said, is he serious? Oh. And I said, I don't know. Let me ask him. I asked him and he said, yeah, I'm dead serious. You know, um, this would be the biggest fight ever in the history of the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bigger than anything that's ever been done. It would break all pay-per-view records. These guys would raise, Facts. you know, hundreds of millions of dollars for charity. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be a fight fan to be interested in this fight. You, you Everybody would want to see it. And a couple hours ago, uh, Elon tweeted, Dear Mom, I know you love me, but I must fight Zuck. I'm going <laughs> to break his face oh. so we can be free of Facebook. Tired of communism. This is a fight for freedom. Love, Elon. <laughs> oh, it's on site. I can't wait. <laughs> Stupid. You know, and okay. they're both so pale, too. I know, right? I know. Like, they're both so pale. They're going to have to make that octagon mat a lot darker so we can see <laughs> who's who. The cameras won't be able to focus. Um, yeah. I'm calling Zuck on this one. Oh, hell yeah. Zuck's going to destroy him. <laughs> Elon's all rib cage. Yeah. <laughs> like, he got nothing. No, Zuck's going to destroy him. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So I guess Harry Styles got hit in the face with something on stage, a water bottle, I guess it was. Really? It's a, suddenly it's happening all the time now. It's like a couple of years ago when people were running up on stage. It's like one person running does it comedians. and then, yeah, one person does it and then a lot of people Did do it. Did you see the it, video, and, though? Yeah. Oh, it was it like a, it hurt. Yeah. I don't think it was an empty water bottle. Oh, had some weight to right? it. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Billie Eilish commenting on this. Uh, she says, I've been getting a hit on stage with things for literally six years. I don't know why it's like new. People just get excited and it can be dangerous. So they understand it, but uh, Billie says she does not like it. Um, why Although would I saw Drake footage where everyone was throwing bras on That's stage. That's right. Drake got hit with something too, bras. right? Bras? Yeah. Get a phone. Get- and yeah, a phone. A phone. It was a too. phone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. like, why would you throw your phone? That's the thing I don't. I, I, I don't know what you get out of that. Like, I don't like, you know. know. You're not getting it back. No. Like, I, I've seen somebody throw a pack of cigarettes on stage, and then like the the rock star grabs it and lights one up, and people woo, right? Sure. But like, that's your phone. Yeah. Like all your stuff is there. <laughs> like that's your ride home. Like, do you? I'd be okay with sandwiches because then you could eat it later. Like, in order for me to throw my phone, yeah. I would have to log out of, like, everything. all my stuff. Everything. Yes. Like, my iCloud, everything. And yes. then just do, like, a hard reset on the phone, like, it's a brand new device. Yes. And then throw it. Right. You know how much work that is? I know. Inside of a venue that doesn't have the best Wi-Fi already? Yeah. Years ago, my brother was walking down the street more, and somebody from a car window threw a half an egg salad sandwich at him and hit him in the face. I'd be like, oh, thank no. you. Yeah. yeah. He didn't That's, appreciate that. That sucks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Mayonnaise all over you. Egg salad, too? Egg salad, yeah. So tuna would be worse. Yeah. Tuna would be worse. And it was late July too. Like oh, warm yeah. egg salad. <laughs> was he how far away from home? <laughs> like a good ten minutes. Oh no! Was he walking to somewhere, or he was walking home? He was because walking. That's a big difference. He was walking to somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ruins your whole thing. Yeah, it wasn't cool. And like, why? Like, why? Right? Like, why? Like, uh, like, uh, why? 
Like who does that? Because and and also and and also it, it was like like it wasn't like a crowd of people where they were just going to spray the crowd. Like yeah. he was the only one. Like it was like it was completely Target, direct. Targeted. It was a targeted attack. Yeah. Driving down. Right? Look at this Poindexter over here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. man, that it's, sucks. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not cool. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, dealing with inflation. Uh, Americans are cutting back. A uh, Morningstar analyst said the strains that the consumer is under have been exasperated over the past couple of months. The reduction of food assistance programs, lower tax returns, and using up extra savings and stimulus funds have had a massive impact. However, what people are cutting back on is the shock. Personal hygiene products have taken a huge hit. What? Talking toothpaste, laundry detergent, and toilet paper, which are all down 3 to 4% in the 52 weeks through June 24th. Like they're buying less of it, or are they... They're buying less. Well, don't you... Like, you actually need toilet paper. Yes, but people are well, buying... They're use? buying less deodorant, less toothpaste, and less, and less uh, toilet paper. Now, this could also be because... In that same period of time, people have started to go back to work. So they're at home less. They're so, using company toilet paper. Or stealing company toilet paper. Right? Raise your hand if you've done that. Stolen company toilet paper? The company toilet paper here is like a 15-inch roll. It weighs yes. 70 pounds. It, not, it wasn't always. Oh, they used to have nice rolls here? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Pe they really did. Yeah, people in maximum security prison have better toilet paper than we do in this building. <laughs> That's yeah. true. It's like uh, paper mache it's, that we yeah. got here. It Super is thin. one ply. It, like, it's, it's impossible to ball, right? It's, yeah. it's like it's impossible to fold. It goes yeah. all twisty on you, mm -hmm. right? It's like it's, it's trying to tie a bow and a hair in the wind, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you can't, like you're never going to get yeah. it. And I always try, like I'll pull it out. Fold it, pull it out, fold it, right? You tried that, you tried, hey. right? Mm -hmm. And then... Oh, uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper. And you fold? <laughs> ah, wow. Ah, ah, that man's got enough to fold. Shout out to Roz, man. <laughs> Two folds. <laughs> Two folds. That's what they call you in high school. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, a Cameroon comedian named Danny Green is attempting to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest crying time. He was attempting to do 100 hours. Here's a little bit of uh, Danny Green's attempt. <laughs> Come on. So he started... Uh, Is he really crying, though? Like, are there tears falling from his eyes? Okay, so here, there's a couple things about this, right? One, I love this. He put a soundtrack behind it, which is incredible. So he started this apparently on Sunday, and he wants to go four days, 100 hours. Yeah. And <laughs> you can turn it back up. It's fine. We can listen to Danny cry. I can listen to Danny cry all day. Sounds <laughs> like... Okay, so, so people are saying a couple things here. One, um, I, I, I don't think that this is going to be a registered attempt with Guinness because I don't think he actually reached out to Guinness before doing this. The second thing is what's available is a series of videos of Danny crying. There's no live stream oh. of him crying anymore. <laughs> 
You can't just make the sound of No, crying. like he looks like he's crying. Like he looks like there's tears. I don't know. But but what I know about Danny Green is that <laughs> is that he is a comedian. And his entire comedy, every bit he does, is all based around crying. Oh. Like if you go and watch his comedy bits. He's crying in every... His name on social media is Town Crier. <laughs> okay. So he's worked a comedy career around only doing crying bits. <laughs> and people pay to see that? Like, do they go to the show to watch? Well, it's his brand. I don't course. know. That's his... Maybe just to see, like, what he does? I guess. Like, maybe he tells a joke while crying? Or is he on stage like the entire time doing this? I don't think he does stage shows. I think he's like a social media comic where he just does skits all with friends. His, and all of his skits are well, this? Maybe this should be a Just for Laughs. <laughs> We're laughing. Yeah. This really is heartbreaking. Come <laughs> <laughs> <Go> on. <laughs> I mean, I wish the man luck, but it doesn't seem like he's taking the uh, the the Guinness attempt. Uh, is that the real record? A hundred? What is the record? I didn't even look that up. Is there a record for the longest cry? Well, we have to find out, right? Like, because it's not easy to go four days without sleeping, right? Longest cry. Like, can you cry for that long continuously? I don't think it's possible. I think you would need to drink. You'd have to have a lot of fluids in you, right? Like, you'd have to... Well, there's a, a world record of uh, 280 people, like the longest or the most amount of people crying. No, no, no. Oh, man. I'm one sad group. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to join that, that Facebook group for yeah. that meetup. You and your family should try that next, uh, next Christmas, more. <laughs> we don't have enough people. <laughs> <laughs> you got enough tears. Oh, <laughs> oh, <geez. Damn. laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Our Emmy nominations were out yesterday. There may not be a show at any point because of the uh, potential actor strike, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, HBO pulling in 127 nominations. God, how many wow. shows they got nominated? Like, not a lot. Not a lot. It's For just 127 that. Well, it's just it's it's nominations? The, it's. Uh, um, Succession got like 27. The Last of Us got 24. White Lotus got 23. What are all these categories for? It's already 74 between those three shows. Yeah. yeah. all the different categories. Actor, actor. There's like supporting. Um, the, The acting, I think there's three people from Succession in one category. I think I think Brian Cox, Kieran Culkin, and Jeremy Strong are all nominated in the same category. Wow! Right? Wow! Like crazy. Incredible. Um, so now, do the Emmys do um, much like the Oscars with uh, like set design and costume no. and war- they don't do no. all that? No. Wow. Writing. So these are all just yeah, writing, production, yeah, directing, yeah, yeah, acting. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, but uh, some of the snubs that people were surprised uh, with. Oh, yeah. No Harrison Ford for either of his shows. 
because uh, he was really like everybody was like this. He's going to get his first Emmy nomination, either for Shrinking or 1923. He didn't get uh, a nomination Aww. for either. He's so good in Shrinking. Uh, no Selena Gomez or Steve Martin for Only Murders. Uh, no Carol Burnett for Better Call Saul. And wow. no uh, nominations in any of the major categories for Yellowstone, although that's not much of a surprise to anybody. Mm. Uh, no nominations this year, which is weird for any of the cast members in supporting roles for SNL. Um, Love and Death, which is the Elizabeth Olsen show, so and uh, Jesse Plemons um, was yeah, you uh, love that show, was Shem. snug. See, but Shem, did you watch Candy? I did, and I thought Candy was better. See, I don't. Well, I'm not going to watch Love and Death. So there was a show on Hulu, which then I think ran on Disney, yep. maybe called Candy. Which is what? Based on, so Jessica Biel was in that one. And it's based on a true story about a church-going housewife in Texas in 1980 who becomes an axe murderer. Oh. Okay. Candy Montgomery. Candy Montgomery. I'm into that. So that show came out in 2022 on Hulu, and it was awesome. And it was Jessica Biel, and I loved it, and it was great. Okay. And then, like, 11 months later... The exact same story with a completely different cast starring Elizabeth Olsen airs on, is it Netflix? Uh, Crave. Crave. Yeah. Takes place in the 80s as well? No, it's the same, same story. Yeah. It's Katie oh. Montgomery. Oh, it's the exact, oh. It's the exact same it's story. Something different. That? It's just, it's got a different name. That happens, that happens every now and then where like two movies that are based on the exact same thing are released like very close together. Which one's better though? I oh, didn't say Candy. candy. Candy's better? Okay, I'll watch that one. It's more murder mystery, apparently, right? Like, it's more thriller. It's Sorry, not murder mystery. It's more thriller as opposed to, yeah. But I loved Candy. Candy was a crazy show. Really good, Sham? It's good. Like, she plays, I'm really surprised she didn't get an Emmy nomination. She plays Candy Montgomery very well. Jesse Plemons is is an interesting choice, I think, for the the husband in that show. But you have to just kind of watch it. So if Jen and I are going to watch one. Candy. 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 For okay. sure. Yeah. Did Sylvester Stallone get a nomination for his show? I don't think so. Oh, really? Tulsa King. Tulsa King. That was Tulsa a King? good show. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I didn't see anyone talk about that. No, no, I don't, uh, I don't think he did. But yeah, so it was a real wild day for Emmy nominations. Uh, 13 nominations for Beef, which was great. Oh, nice. Uh, yes. Really uh, love it. 13 yes. nominations for uh, the Dahmer show. Yeah. Hey, are they going to do Beef too, you think? Still beefing? Um, yeah, beefier? Yeah. <laughs> More beef. More beef? Yeah. See, we, beef. we can workshop this whole thing. We can come up with a with a great uh, season two name. Uh, Ted Lasso with 21 nominations. So uh, no there you go there. for there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I got to play this clip of Kim Kardashian from the Kardashians. So she's hanging out with Chloe and Scott Disick mm-hmm. in a Mexican restaurant. And Kim, I don't know, like she just, I don't know. She starts talking about like, I, I, I think that like they're just two very different sisters, Kim and Chloe. And, and I think that Kim is more into talking about stuff like farts than Chloe is. What? So here's Kim talking about farts. You know what I was thinking? Going on a first date at a Mexican restaurant, you'd be farting on the store. <laughs> Hots and farts. <laughs> a Dugenhagen. Just shorten yourself. You're disgusting. Ah, ah. That's gross. <laughs> I kind of 
kind of love that from kids. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Like, I, I'm with same. you. I'm with you. I sort of. This is makes her more like I, appear yeah. down to earth. Yeah, yes. I, I sort like of. She's lo- one of us. I, yeah, I sort of love that they're they're so brain conscious. Those uh, those people that you know just sitting around being like you know could you imagine going on a first date at a Mexican restaurant and just sharding yourself right like and leaving that in the show uh-huh. right like yeah. and then like you go on the gram and she's like in. <laughs> a little outfit advertising for her, her Skims brand. Yes, exactly. Right? Which I guess she's trying to buy back because she sold that for $200 million, right? She sold her 20%, 20% in uh, in Skims or she sold off 20%. I don't mm-hmm. remember what it was, but she's trying to buy back what she sold off for like $200 Why? million. Dollars. I guess because she wants the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She just bought, she just bought um, a house in Malibu. I was reading. I think her. I think. I think it was like seventy million dollars or something like that. And it's Come a on. and it's a basic place. Like it needs Come a full on. gut job. But yeah, she just bought a Malibu place for seventy mil. Seventy. Yeah, you're right. Seventy point four million dollars. Yes. <sighs> you think somebody like Kim Kardashian, who's got all this money, right? Yeah. She can buy whatever she wants. Anything. At any time. Whenever she wants. Do you think somebody like Kim Kardashian would have taken advantage of Prime Day <laughs> yesterday and the day before? Like, do you think she opened up the app and was like, let me just see what's going on Prime Day? What's I on sale? Be I, I've read that, like, super, super rich people are the cheapest people. I don't think that's her, though. I really don't. Because yeah, you talk about brand conscious, right? What is she buying on Prime? What is she buying? What does Kim one Kardashian thing, need? The number one thing purchased during Prime Day was cat food. <laughs> I, I highly doubt even if Kim Kardashian needed cat food that she's going on Prime. Like, what does Kim Kardashian buy on like Prime a, like that, she, that she doesn't have people who buy it for her no, I know, but that's or that I'm, she already gets for free? But that's what I'm saying. Like, she's so down to earth. She can go to a restaurant and talk about sharding herself, right? Right. Like, I first socks. like, like maybe Kim Kardashian is sitting around. Like, I, I don't even know what it would be. Like, like kitchen utensils. No, like maybe she's reading an article and somebody mentions a book, right? And she's like, "Oh, I can get this tomorrow, or I can send the assistant out and pay them, you know, for three hours work going to Barnes and Noble and all this stuff." Like, maybe she clicks on a book and has the book delivered to the house. But you can't have Prime delivered to Kim Kardashian's house with her name on it. Mail doesn't come to her house no, with I Kim know. Kardashian on it. I just wonder if, like, part of the routine because it was such a big thing, Prime Day. Yes. Two full days. Yes. You tell me none of them Kardashian gals open up the app and was like, let me see what's going on. Boom, I can get that headphone dongle now? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Airpods. No. Oh, my God. Airpods are on sale. No. 25%. No. Order in the next nine hours. Get it by 5 p.m. No, no. And that's America, too. You can buy salsa on Amazon in America. (laughs) See? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, And also the... um, actors strike midnight came and went Uh oh and uh they're gonna be probably calling a strike later on this morning probably around noon our time um fran drescher who is the head of sag said that uh, uh sag negotiated in good faith and was eager to reach a deal that sufficiently addressed performers' needs, but the AMPTP's response to the union's most important proposals have been insulting and disrespectful of our massive contributions to the industry. The companies have refused to meaningfully engage on some topics and on others completely stonewalled us. 
until they do negotiate in good faith, we cannot begin to reach a deal. So it is happening. And over in London, the Oppenheimer Oppenheimer um, premiere is happening, and they moved the red carpet up an just hour, in, just in case, an hour because what they're anticipating is that the strike call is going to happen while Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, and Emily Blunt and Florence Pugh are on the red carpet in London. So for once the, the carpet is wrapped, yes, or during the time that they're on the carpet, if it happens on the carpet, they will tell them and they will walk off the carpet. What oh, happens for man. like stuff that's filming in Canada, like Devin Sawa's in Canada filming Chucky? Does he have to like pack up and leave? If it is an AMPTP production, then yes. But if he's an American actor, it no, it's it's about what the production is, right? right. They're they're negotiating with the AMPTP. So, like, if wow. people are doing Canadian productions, that well, it's, a, it's not, an American show. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm just saying that they're moving red carpets because of uh, because of this crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Brittany officially announces her uh, memoir, which is going to be released October twenty fourth called The Woman in Me. Here's Britney Spears. Okay, guys, so I just got finished with my book. <clears throat> it's coming out very soon. I worked my ass off for this book. I had a lot of therapy to get this book done. So you guys better like it. And if you don't, oh. that's cool too. Yeah. Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. I'm out of here. So bye, guys. Hope you like the book. So in a statement, a publisher said Britney's compelling testimony in open court shook the world, changed laws and showed her inspiring strength and bravery. Uh, I have no doubt her memoir will have a similar impact and will be the publishing event of the year. They go on to say mm. uh, we couldn't be more proud to help her share her story at last. So remember they said that they had to like the book because the book was supposed to come out already, but then they had like all these legal stuff. Two of them. Yeah, they had all this legal stuff because celebrities, like there was apparently some very high profile people who were taking legal action or writing letters Mm. that they were worried about how they were going to come off in the book kind of thing. So I wonder if she kept those stories in without using their names because there's a way to do it. Yeah, there's a way to do it, but I don't think... There's also a way to figure out who's who like the fans yeah. will figure it out quick well right? you because you can't not like it's going to be very plain if she's talking about justin timberlake yeah right like very plain which i hope she does maybe in the book it's justin timber ocean <laughs> yeah i hope she does of course oh my god she he was such a, oh. a big part of her of her life and they're they're god dating was be, such a big he must be terrified profile, right? right now huh yeah, yeah. especially because he's supposed to drop new a uh, new music at some point oh it's not looking good to him Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.